0: If you're not doing something to keep the muscle on your body, let alone grow it, you are going to be losing it where you wouldn't have had that happen when you're younger. Hi, welcome to the Judy Terrell show, where I explore topics intended to optimize every body 50, 60, 70 and above. Hi everybody. And welcome to the Judy Terrell show. I'm Judy Terrell, and you're tuning into episode number five of my second, uh, series, and in this series, I'm focusing in on exercise and over 50 for both men and women. So, you know, I'm an advocate of exercise. Um, I've been in the fitness industry for literally four decades, and I am 59 years old myself. And so... Um, we need to exercise, especially as we get older, because we're living a lot longer now. And so if you're in your 50s or even your 60s, you probably have a good 20, 30, and in some cases, 40 more years to go. Um, and you want to be able to be self-ambulatory. I know I do when I'm 70 years old. I don't want to have a walker. I don't want to be in a wheelchair. And so exercise becomes very important um, from 50 and beyond, even more so in some you could argue, than in your earlier years. Um, and why is that? Okay. So, you know, as we get older, in particular, um, human growth hormone, estrogen, and testosterone all start to decrease. They don't start to decrease. They've actually started to decrease, de- to decrease long ago, but they really take a, a nosedive, especially for women, once you get into menopause um, with the estrogen. Um, And so those three hormones are very involved in muscle development on your body. So because as we age, those three hormones and others, you know, change and they tend to change in your fifties at a a pretty significant amount, but then they kind of stay that way. There's changes and degrading that goes on as you age, but there's like a big, like the decade of the fifties is a big change. And then you kind of have a similar, you know, kind of foundation of that moving into the rest of your life. But that 50 decade is very different. The changes that go on there are very different than your earlier decades of life. So there has to be some adjustments to your exercise because of the change of hormones that go on during your 50s and then beyond. Now, when it comes to exercise, there's three main types of exercise. There is mobility or flexibility. There is cardiovascular and then there is strength training or resistance training. Um, all three of those are necessary no matter what decade or stage of life you're in. However, as you get older, the priority of those three starts to change. So when you're younger, we want to have lean bodies, low body fat, we want to be buff, you know, um, we want to have muscle, but our bodies are naturally carrying muscle, um, you know, because our hormone levels kind of keep what you have in place that changes in your 50s. And you're pretty flexible. You're, your tissue's young; it's it's um, got a lot of collagen and elastin, and it's hydrated. Um, so when you're younger, people tend to focus in on the cardio to try and get lean and keep the body fat low. And you know, a lot of guys in their earlier decades of their life, they want to be as big as possible. They so focus in on the strength training, and kind of nobody really focuses on the flexibility in your twenties, thirties because you have it, right? That ratio is going to be different when you start to hit your fifties and really as early as 45 in my work with coaching and designing programs and working one-on-one training with my, with people of all ages, 45, you know, but you might be on the line, you start to need the changes then, but definitely 50. And like I said, I'm sitting in a 59 year old body now and I'm telling you that as you progress through your fifties and you know, with the clients I work with who are in their sixties and seventies and eighties, it's even more important that the ratio of those three types of activities changes which one takes priority and which one and how you have to train within each one of those types of exercises okay so when you hit your 50s you know the cardio is still very important you want to keep the blood flow you want to keep your ability to oxygenate your body you want to you know keep plaque from forming in your arteries you want to um, keep your oxygen at the highest level in the respiratory rate. So, you know, cardiovascularly, um, that's what happens when you're doing aerobic-type activities. You're demanding a, little high, a higher amount of your lung capacity and your circulatory system, and that is all good for a lot of health issues, high blood pressure, stroke, um, cardiovascular disease. Um, so we need to keep that in there, but strength training and keeping muscle mass on your body starts to rise up for women and men to be even more important than that because with the lack of testosterone or the lower testosterone, the lack of estrogen um, of the type we need when we're younger and growth hormone, those three hormones even if you're not doing any sort of resistance work, kind of keeps the mass of muscle on your body. But when those start to go down, if you're not doing something to keep the muscle on your body, let alone grow it, you are going to be losing it where you wouldn't have had that happen when you're younger. So it becomes very important to do the strength, the resistance, the weight workouts, okay? That level pops up a bit for women and men once you start to get into your 50s, 60s, and 70s, And the cardio might have been a little bit higher when you were in your younger years. Now, pliability, muscle uh, flexibility, is also becomes very, very important. But I did another segment on that earlier in this six-week series. So I'm going to focus in on the muscle and resistance work in this one. So it becomes very important to make sure that you are getting muscle resistance, weight workouts in your weekly regime as we get older to invest in not just looking like a GQ or the cover of a, you know, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, um, but for function and for ability to be self-ambulatory and lead a quality life as we go into further decades beyond 50. Now, let me tell you a little bit about muscle training, all right? Many people think that when you're actually doing the muscle work, the resistance work, the machines or the or the dumbbells or the resistance bands or or uh, tubes, people think that you're actually gaining strength and gaining muscle while you're doing the muscle work. And that is not true. So while you're doing the muscle work, when you've got a resistance force on a muscle group, okay, and I'm going to do a little, this is a muscle matrix. This is at the nano you know degree. This is the matrix of, of the, the structure of your muscles. Okay. When you're actually loading muscles with resistance, if you load them appropriately, what's happening is you're going to get microscopic tears, right, in the muscle fiber itself while you're doing the exercise, right? And you want that if you're looking for muscle growth, okay? Because what happens then? Now you don't want to have a complete tear, by the way, okay? That would be a muscle, that would be an injury, all right? But you want microscopic tears in the matrix of the muscle fibers because then, when you're done tearing up the fibers as you're doing the exercises. The next 24 to 36 hours, your body then brings in amino acids and other uh, components to now repair that and then also grow the muscle fiber more, okay? And that is muscle hypertrophy or growth. And that is what we want in our 50s and beyond. So A, you have to have enough loading on the muscle fiber so that you're getting these little microscopic rips, okay? but you also have have enough recovery in between the session when you're doing the muscle work and then your next session, because that is actually where the repair happens and the growth happens. Now you can't have the repair and growth happen. Like, so the longer time in between is not necessarily good either because it's a combination. It's like a, it's a pulsation of load rip and then unload recovery and repair and build. Okay. So, you know, you have to titrate this in through your week, So you're getting enough of the loading and then enough of the recovery. So that's number one, too much loading. If you're doing this kind of strength workout every single day on the same muscle groups, you are not going to make gains. You're actually going to go backwards. All right, but that is not where I want to focus this session right now or this um, podcast. What I want to focus in on is what kind of loading is going to actually get you this little microscopic ripping so that it will build, all right? So now, historically, going back like about 10 years or so, Um, it was believed, it was researched and science proved that if you want to get ripping of muscle, you have to use pretty heavy weight and enough repetitions, but not a high amount, like somewhere between eight to 12 with a weight that's really pretty heavy for you. You're failing by a number eight or nine. Okay. Can't do another one. Need to stop. And that heavy weight load was what was believed to need to be done. put on the muscles in order for this ripping to occur, all right, and that is true. You will get ripping when you're using a weight that's heavy but you're failing around eight to 12 reps and that is going to lead to muscle growth if you have the right recovery time. So I'm gonna show you what that looks like with a heavy weight for a bicep curl, which I happen to have right here for me. This is a 20 pound weight, all right, and I want you to see what it looks like. So with 20 pounds, like. See, right from the get-go, that was a struggle for me to get that up. I can do two. All right? this is three. It's starting to get even more challenging for me. You can see it. This is number four. Questionable now. Number five, I might need a little assistance. I have my other hand here if I need it. Six, pretty much a strain. My form's starting to go. Seven, maybe a little bit of assistance for my other hand. Eight, and that's about it right there, because if I go more into that set, I'm going to start, you know, jorking the rest of my body in order to get that weight up. So I don't want to do that, but so you can see the work of that and how it shows up. So you can see when someone else is doing it, but you can see it in yourself too, and you can feel it in yourself. So that was what was traditionally known that's necessary in terms of loading for you to rip some muscle fiber and then have it regrow. All right? Now, when you're 20 and 30 and maybe even 40, working with those weights and giving enough recovery time, all good, okay? But when you hit 50 and the muscle fibers are older, there's less elastin, less collagen, less hydrated, um, the DNA, RNA that's reproducing these muscle fibers is older. Um, and again, not for this podcast, but it's not as vital, let's just say, as it was when you're younger. And then you don't have as much testosterone, estrogen, or human growth hormone. And so when you're using those heavy weights, it may result in tendonitis because the tendon is where the muscle connects to the bone. And that end part, you know, is it's with that torque of that much weight, it's susceptible in older tissue to get inflamed. Um Also, the muscle tissue itself, you can rip it more than just a couple of them, and it might lead to like a bigger section of rip. And then you're not just rebuilding, you know, to make the muscle hypertrophy. You're rebuilding what is like an injury, okay? So now you don't want to take your ripping to the point of an injury. So what is a 50-, 60-, 70-year-old person to do if... Estrogen and testosterone and human growth hormone is low, and we need to do resistance training in order now to keep the muscle we have, let alone grow it. But the weight protocol that was for when we were younger sets us up for injury. And I'm sure many of you who are listening or watching this have done this if you're in your 50s, 60s, or 70s, where you're like, okay, I'm going to get in shape now. Like, that's it. The doctor just told me, you know, um, i I'm, I'm, For a variety of reasons, I need to build some muscle or I know myself, I'm feeling very weak and uh, my body fat's up, but my muscle's down and I want to, I'm not feeling like I have the strength to play with my grandkids or whatever, you know, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go back in the gym and you're going to use that protocol. And it's happened. I've I've had clients come to me where they just went back in the gym and the first time they went to work out, they hurt themselves. And now it took them four months to recover from that. And now they're like gun shy to go back and do it again. So right now I'm shooting this in 2022. Here's the good news for us 50 plus people, okay? What the new research shows when it comes to muscle development is that you don't have to load so heavy if you're using a moderate weight and enough reps to get to that same point of failure, all right? So now I'm going to show you what it looks like. The weight I used before, the first demonstration was a 20 pounder. That would be appropriate if I was younger, and even now as I'm 59, but I may not want to use that because I want to increase my risk of muscle injury while I'm trying to strengthen. So now I've got a 15-pound weight, okay? So now same exercise. I'm working the bicep, okay? So one, you can tell that wasn't too much of a struggle, okay? Two, three, I'm cruising along here. by With that 20, I was already starting to fail. Four, five. Six, I can still I'm cruising right along here. Seven, I'm not, not getting muscle ripping just yet. Eight because it's not heavy enough for that, but um, this is nine. Okay, I was already failed on that other one. Here's ten. Here's eleven. I'm starting to get some heat in that muscle. It's twelve. Thirteen. In this muscle, I'm telling you right now, the temperature is up around, it's now gone up. Fourteen. 15, I'm starting to get shaky. 16, I'm starting to feel like I did on four or five or six on the other one. 17, I'm starting to feel like I want my, a little more assistance with my other one. 18, but I can still go. 19, I got to keep going. I'm not to that point of like shaky, shaky. 20, all right, I'm approaching it though. I got heat going on there. 21, 22, I'm starting to get to failure. 23. 24. I feel like I need a little assistance. 25. I may get one more here. I didn't really get that burn. 26. And I think that's it because I'm feeling that in this muscle. All right. I got like quivering going on. I got heat in that muscle. It's feeling kind of stiff right now because there's a lot of blood now pumping in there. It feels like it's puffed up. All right. So now what the newer science is showing, newer in the last decade, is that if you use a moderate weight versus the heaviest you could go and you go above, you got like, obviously if I use the 15, I only went to eight to 12. That would not be enough to get like, this is sore. Right? I can feel this. Like it's like, Ooh, it's, it's like rubbery right now, but I did 26 reps. Okay. 26 reps, not with a weight that was like four pounds or five pounds because I pick up my pocketbook and it weighs 10 pounds. So that's too light. To get the ripping. So you got to find the combination where it's heavy enough that somewhere in, it's somewhere between 15 and 30 reps, you're getting that, that same or similar feeling to what you got with the heavy weight. But why you want to do the higher rep with a, a pretty good weight, but not too light of a weight is that that, what I just demonstrated, has been shown now to do this in the fibers, not this. Okay. But not this, where it's just going through its range of motion, and you're not loaded enough, or you're not doing enough reps. That's what I'm seeing with my clients that are 50 plus. Is that they know they don't want to do the heavy weight, but when they go to the moderate weight, they're not doing enough reps. They're doing the same reps that they would have done with the heavy weight, and it's not enough at the moderate weight. And then they wonder why they're not getting the results that they're after. Um, But why I'm promoting to, why I'm demonstrating this to you is that. If you want to grow muscle, or then you have to use the right combination of the loading. So, in most cases, for my 50 plus people, the load has to come down from the heavy, but the reps have to come up from the heavy. And you got to find the weight that gets you into a failure. Now, that was one set, okay? You're going to be doing multiple sets, two or three, because one set would not be enough. The science shows you got to do at least two sets. And if you can do three or four, that's even better, but exponentially less better than two sets from one, okay? So you, in your head, two sets minimum, I would be doing two sets of that 15 pound in this 20 20 to 26 rep range, and that is going to be enough loading to rip, I'm sorry, not that big, to rip, <laughs> okay, but not to rip and not to create tendonitis, bursitis, and actual muscle injury where 50-plus-year-olds are susceptible to if they're using too heavy of a weight, all right? So the 50-plus, we need the strength training, but the old-school way of thinking about it, and when we were younger, what we would have done is try to go for the heaviest to get this 8 to 12 reps sets. Now, to do the heaviest will cause an injury, but the main flaw that I'm seeing is that when we make the what we do is we change to a lower weight and it's too low of a weight or we stayed, we get the weight right, but not enough reps to get that little microscopic ripping. All right. So again, to reiterate, if you're over 50, you need to do strength training. Okay. The strength training that you can do to get the results of muscle hypertrophy building. Okay. So that you can be ambulatory and live a full active life till the day you die has to be heavier than what you think from the weight and more reps than what you think if you're not doing the heavy, right? So moderate to heavy, moderate weight, higher reps to failure, to failure, whatever that is. So don't stop at 15. If, like, if I stopped at 15 on that demonstration, it wouldn't have been enough. And you could see that. That's why I showed it to you. Like I could keep going. But when I got to 20, that's where I'm starting to get that feeling, that rubbery. And then I need a little assistance. And now it's like I could do probably three or four but I'm going to be doing another set. And so that rubbery, I'm like, okay, that was good. I I could feel that I was getting ripping. You can feel it, you know? You you know when you're getting that rep number right at the weight you have. And if you're not getting that, like, heat, burn, and this feeling of, like, jello in the muscle group you're targeting, you're not doing enough reps or you're not doing enough weight. You know if you've used too heavy a weight, you know, when that's been the case because that's when, you know... You can't stand up because you just pulled the back muscle, or you feel the ping or the pop or the pull, and now you're like, you you don't have to even second guess that. You know, shit, that was too heavy, okay? So I don't have to warn you about that part. I don't want you to use those heavy weights, but I want to warn you to go, not to fall on the other side of the continuum. So I, in other words, the two ends of the continuum are to be avoided and get in that middle, but it's usually more weight than you think and more reps than you think from the outsides. Okay. So if you're finding this valuable, I have a website, judytrail.com And on that website, I have a four part series, one for men, one for women, 50 plus, what do you need to do for your eating, for your exercise, for your thinking, and for supplements that are from 50 plus that you will benefit you for the next Fifty years of your life. Once you go through the stage that happens when these hormonal changes happen in your fifties, so check that out if you think that might be valuable for you. Thanks for listening to number five in my six series on how to modify exercise for fifty plus. And stay tuned because there's a six coming up. Okay. Thanks for watching, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you'd like to have access to some of my additional resources, I can be found at Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, and on my website, www.judytorrell.com.